Wait, wait, wait. You've never seen Paid in Full. A low down dirty shame. Acrimony. It's yes. Christmas. No, I don't think I have. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? Where we watch all those black films you know and love. Oh, wait. Yeah, nobody talks about this movie. <laughs> At the end, I was like, hey, Joe. Um. <laughs> and we ask. Does it hold up? Does it hold up? So then guys, we have to ask now, does it hold up? Now, on to the show. You skinny bitches are evil and you need to be destroyed! <laughs> that was exactly the quote that I was gonna say. Oh, that's amazing. She came out immediately was like, fat bitches, stand up. Stand the fuck up. I saw all you fat bitches on the monitor when y'all was walking in. Stand y'all fat ass up for me. I said, well, damn, bitch. I was going to do it anyway. So very much you that. didn't have to be that aggressive. I was going to stand up anyway. Like, okay. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of me. She is so aggressive. Like, can you imagine going to your comedy show and be like, every gay person in here, stand the fuck up right now. All Actually, of you homos, stand up. Actually, yes, because I did go to this one <laughs> concert. I went to this festival and it was Lucy Dacus. And halfway through her set, she just goes, who's gay in the crowd? And everybody cheered and she goes, thought so. <laughs> Red us to <laughs> She knows her target. She knows her fucking audience. She knows her fucking audience. Okay. Yeah. Um, hi everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Does It Hold Up? We're so happy to be back. And we're here. It's a new month. And you know, new month means we got a new theme. And this month we are, we are celebrating Black women in comedy. I feel like it's something we talk about a ton, like mm -hmm. on our show, on this podcast in particular, but we've never done like a full theme of just celebrating them. But I was like, oh my God, April Fool's comedy. Haha, -ha, we should talk about black women in comedy. And that's kind of how it came about. Um, and so we have a ton of stuff going that we're going to be releasing this month on our blog. So make sure you check out our website, texturedair.com. Make sure you're subscribed to this show and leave us a review. Make sure you listen to our other podcasts where my girl's at and you subscribe over there and leave us a review. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on TikTok now. Um, I do a couple things there sometimes and just all the fun stuff we're doing to celebrate black women. Um, and speaking of celebrating black women, hello to you two beautiful black women. Lyndon, you're rocking like some braids. It's giving like. I got the soft faux lock. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I know. Shout Tell out them about it. Uh <laughs> what was your what was your beauty shop experience like? With oh, your hair braider. I called my cousin who is currently in college. Period. A nursing student. And I said, period. I know you are busy. I will pay period. you like Top dollar. half of Top what dollar. Like, the going rate is right now. I am begging you. Do not make begging. me go to an African hair salon where I have to watch Nollywood movies all day long. Especially because it was a Sunday. So, you know, you would have had to watch church first. And yeah. then went oh my immediately gosh. into the wow. Nollywood movies. Yeah, church Very first. Very true. So you know what? she did me a favor. She did me a favor. No, literally, literally no. did you a favor. But I love that. Yeah, very Thank good. You. I'm also, How are you? Huh? 
I said, how are you? What's going on? You're planning for your vacation? Yes, I'm fully an iPad kid. Uh, Have you guys played the game Toon Blast? (laughs) No. Oh, 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 oh. I don't play play iPhone games. I know a thing or two about Toon Blast. (laughs) Oh, really? I know a thing or two about some Toon Blast. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, yes. Put me on. I started playing a little bit while watching, uh, you know, Queens of Comedy, and Toon Blast is like, oh. oh, yeah, here's, like, two and a half hours worth of Unlimited Lives, so I will oh, be playing yes, they as love- this episode continues. They said here's two million coins. But that is like, hilarious. Forever. That is hilarious. I, I call it a better version of Candor Crush. Like, I love Toon Blast so much, and my friend got me into it, but, like, she sent me a screenshot of her Toon Blast, and she had, like, green shrubs like in the level that she was oh, playing yes it gets advanced it gets oh, yeah. advanced <laughs> so i have only been playing just when you think they like... can't yeah no when just no when it's you just when you think, think they can't more. yeah i'm like what more could there be what like, i more, just what? got to the level no where more. they added the pumps in that make the balloons and i'm like yeah, i have no idea what the fuck so... they're talking about guys it's, it's an extremely <laughs> satisfying game it's like a puzzle game in the vein yeah. of a candy crush in the vein of a yeah, but they, but I, I don't like know, something about Toon Blast. Candy they, Crush. It's a lot it more is, like pattern sure. recognition versus Candy mm. Crush where it's like you're doing a lot more movement with the game. And the game is a lot less busy. Like visually, it's a lot more calming okay. than like Candy it Crush is. and like other phone games are, which is why I really like it. But yeah, so I've been playing Toon Blast for about like six weeks now. I'm on like level, <laughs> I think like five. I, they just told me I went to a new episode and I was like, so you mean to tell me I'm above level 550? This oh my God. <laughs> Yes, it's a very, it's a game you can really Oh my God. Through. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. love so that. So I, I texted my friend. I was like, for my personal sanity, what level are you on? This bitch sent me a screenshot. She's on level 7,774. Yep. Wow. Wow. I don't know. How, How do you even do that? So all I'm saying is download Toon Blast. Toon Blast, if you want to sponsor us, I will gladly talk about <laughs> your game. This I is am sponsored like number four Blast. in the <laughs> No, it is not. I'm like number four in the lead right now. Like I need Damn. my stars. <laughs> like in the yeah. world, you're number four? I don't know if it's in the world, but somewhere I'm number four. I don't okay. know exactly <laughs> okay. where, but I am number four. Somewhere, take that away. somewhere they can't say, you're absolutely right. Somewhere in the yeah. world, you are number four. That's what's up. Exactly. It's giving what are you? What are you watching? Are you watching anything new or is it just Toon Blast? Well, I, me and my roommate started Buffy yesterday when we were here. Like for the first um, time ever? Yeah, I've never watched it. She wow. Watched it I was more of a charmed girly myself. I love yeah. it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's really fair. like the gayest thing about me. Is yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. <laughs> yeah, Susan says. So like it was it's just really fun to watch because sometimes you can see like the zipper in the back of the costumes and just like the CGI and like totally. all of the stunt effects that they do. It's just so ridiculous. So low budget. Now. But it's also like so sexual. And I'm like, this bitch is very 16. sexual. Yeah. Very sexual. Yeah. She's literally a teenager. So like we're still on season one, and obviously like this is the era where the seasons are like forty episodes a pop. So we get to yep. episode eight that it's <laughs> it was slavery like a season finale. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is a season finale. She just found out about like this dude that's a vampire, but now has emotions about being a vampire. And then the episode just continued, and I was like, oh yeah, this is the nineties. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be on this ride. It's a, a it's called time. a mid season finale. Thank yeah. you very much. Please get it correct. <laughs> exactly. It's a mid season finale. 
I they take a two week break and they put them yeah. right back in the field. Okay. Come right the fuck back. Yep. 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 So yeah. So I think I I might stick with Buffy, but I feel the itch to rewatch Charmed coming on. Wow. You feel that that witch itch? You got that witch itch. And I've been getting a lot of Charmed TikToks too recently, which is very interesting. It's like like, your phone knows. Black people that are running these accounts about Charmed that I've noticed too, which I find very fascinating. Maybe we're just like very in tune with witches and things like that. I mean, like y'all remember when, like, black people on TikTok were convinced that we were going to get superpowers last year? Well, who's to say we didn't? Yeah, I got my powers. Exactly. I mean, I, I just ran a marathon. I don't know about so. that. Period. Yes, you sure did. Yes, you did. So, Come on now. She's a runner. She's, she's, <laughs> she's different. She's different. Very fucking different. Very fucking different. Okay. Are you still recovering? How do your legs feel? Oh, my God. My legs feel a lot better today, but yeah. Sunday night, I was telling Camille this, I had to take an ibuprofen to go to sleep because my knees were throbbing. Oh um, my God. My feet still hurt. I have not worn sneakers um, since Sunday. I've only mm-hmm. been wearing like soft shoes because my feet hurt so much. I went to yeah. go see my podiatrist today because I had an appointment for something else and she looked Ooh, at my feet. Rich. She got a podiatrist. No, Sorry. no. I waited for that appointment for four fucking months. Okay. Oh, no. Don't talk to me about rich. Bitch. No, not even close. Okay. <laughs> I made that appointment months ago. Okay. But no. she was like looking at my feet. <laughs> she was like, I can tell you ran a race. She had to cut my toenails down because they were because she said that they were like poking into my skin and she's like cutting off pieces of toenail. There's blood in there. She's like, can I pop these blisters? Because girl, I bet it's gonna hurt a lot less if I pop them. So she's popping blisters on my feet. Um, she's like, you're callous and all that. And I said, yes, it was twenty six point two miles. I oh. thought I I thought I might die out there. And it was raining. And it was raining. I was going to ask about the weather. That's fucked up. It It didn't start raining until I got to about mile maybe 14. It started raining. And it was raining off and on, off and on. So it rained most of the race. Um, But it, it it was, you know, not that... I mean, I feel like after a certain point, I just got used to the fucking rain. So I'm like, it's not that bad. But it was fucking raining. It was fucking raining. Um, my back and my shoulders hurt from carrying my water pack. Um, I had I two liters of water. Carrying the race, <laughs> I did. I carried the race on my back. Me yes, and all did. the legacy runners, who I was basically just—they wa- were walking and I was running at the same pace. And these are like eighty-year-olds who've run like so many races. One lady was so like fucking that. old. She was so fucking old. She had a support group, like a support person, in case she like fell over or some shit or or died. And I'm like, why would you be here doing this at your yeah, big age? Like, and you you can literally die out here. You have to have someone run the race with you so you don't die. But you know what? She finished and so did I. And we both got our medals. <laughs> I wonder if she went to the Cheesecake Factory after. She probably can't digest that. But yeah, that's a lot she definitely her. could not digest that. But I did. I was telling Camille as soon as we left, because I had taken the whole week off of like, you know, drugs, alcohol, dairy, 
you know, no coffee. You um, on that nothing. grind. I was, but for, but for only seven days. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> for seven days <laughs> only, let's be clear. But as soon as I got to the Cheesecake Factory, I said, please bring me a margarita. Right <laughs> now. I need it now. Just, I'm not playing with you. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. So I listened to normal gossip. Oh, yes, 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 yes. This fucking knitting circle? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that bitch need her ass beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that bitch need her ass beat. It's she gonna try and come to got... me. Yeah. She's the gonna labor. come to you and mm-hmm. say, um, yeah, that's like cheap wool and it's like harming the environment. And this bitch went into her fucking basement and took a picture of and you you didn't even have you had the audacity to leave it in the joanne fabrics bag mm-hmm. are you insane yes they are you insane are. <laughs> that was crazy yeah did you get to the travel episode with the girls trip of the girlies in law school no, I got I listened to the one um about the girls who were getting their doctorate um and somebody was sleeping with somebody in the group and then they got to like a faculty party and it exploded. <laughs> and then I also I also listened to the one about the the uh, sorority sisters um and the handkerchief with the embroider initial. Yes. Yes. Those bitches when you get married and you Yes. That, that was a good one. Bitches shook with that ring, okay, with the rock, and they did not want (laughs) that was so fucking funny. Because why did I know that was exactly what Meredith was gonna do? I said (laughs) she is going to embroider her initials so big, Amanda is not gonna be able to put her fucking initials on the handkerchief, and that's exactly what that bitch did. And she gonna say, Of course, I want you at my wedding. Otherwise, the 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 numbers would be uneven. Like, I would have showed up. I, I would have showed up with a gun, yeah, <laughs> just to scare everybody, just to scare everybody, not oh to do God. nothing. Speaking of guns, this is wild. Speaking of guns, <laughs> I get an audio message from my sister the other day, and she's like, "Tell me why we have a cousin, Bev." She's like, "Tell me why Bev went to the movies, sat down in her seat." And there was a gun in her seat at the movies. At the movie theater? <laughs> at the movie theater. So I like call her and I'm like, wait, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, like her, like my aunt. Like, wait a minute. Wait. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They went to the movies. Wait a moment. They went to go take their seats. She sat down and was like, what is that? And then looked and it was a gun. What did she do? So they like did went she, like, and told pick somebody. It up? It was no. Like, no. <laughs> it's like brandishing the gun. She was not brandishing. <laughs> no, that is that seems like a really not smart move. But I feel like that's what I would do. I would pick it up and be like, "There's a gun here!" And then everybody would like start running. I would just be so nervous. I'd be like, yeah. "I just said on a gun," and I'm like waving it in the air. Like, it's a gun. No. <laughs> so stupid. But Girl, that's like, now they. Now they got you on the ground, handcuffed. No. Don't take me out. No. But no, they went. They told the people at the movies. The police came. Oh, my God. And this is the part that really gets me. What I'm like, not to really go on, like, a gun, a gun tangent, I think. Not to go on, like, a gun tangent. But, like, they call the police. 
It's just a guy who left behind. He what the fuck? He left his gun, so they he has a license to carry, so they just gave it back to him. My thing is like, and how, did, like how did he just like? Did he just like be like, oh my god, like I'm gonna sit it down on the seat, <laughs> like I'm just gonna sit it. the gun down, or did it fall out of his pocket? Was it his back pocket? Like, I'm concerned about you carrying a gun in your back the, pocket and you don't know when it's falling out. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you get like a ticket or whatever if your like tail light is broken. If you're owning a gun and you're just leaving it around places, leaving it around. No, you don't, a, you don't just get to have it back at a movie it's theater. It's crazy at a movie theater where there are children. Yeah, like imagine just anybody found that a child just picking it up. It's like, hey, what's this? Or Mariah <laughs> swinging exactly. it around. I would have been so shocked to see a gun. I would not have known what else to do. I would have started. Crazy? I would have started running with it. Like yeah. trying and to they get didn't it see out. the movie. Run they didn't see the movie. They felt uncomfortable. I would have said, you know what? It, the, the mood's the mood's been ruined. I don't even want to see. I, can. I don't even want to see these two. The mood, it's like off. It would throw me off too. To see a fucking yes, gun, like, I'd just be like, oh no, that's awful. Maybe I see a different like, movie. Yeah, a happier. You want to know what else movie. I've been watching? Yes, I've been rewatching actually Superstore. What? Yeah. Oh, I just a, finished Superstore. I just finished Superstore. Fantastic sitcom. I Mariah, I when I say mean. I had to take a nine month break from Superstore because I got to the last three episodes <laughs> and I was so mad about like the main love story and them not being together that I was like, I'm just not going to finish it. I don't need to finish this. What a fantastic show. Just like in every show. fucking way. The ensemble yeah. is like, Fucking brilliant. Great. So tight. Real. It's like airtight. Okay. Like everything about this, it's just like the perfect setup. Like the strangest things do happen in a fucking like Walmart totally. or Target totally. or like any place you go. So of course the employees who work there would be weird as fuck. Like it makes sense, right? It's just such a brilliant show. And I've been rewatching it as like a comfort to ease my anxiety, like going into my race. And now I'm just like, la-di-da, I'm still watching. <laughs> I'm still yes. watching this shit. Um, but yeah, that's me. What's up, Camille? What about you? What are you watching? I, we need to have a, ba- a Vanderpump Rules corner. Because, like, that's all I want. It's like, time for Vanderpump like, Rules corner. I'm just so, like... Lyndon, can you sing the song? Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, blessings these are the best days of our lives. Oh my gosh, Kristen. This was for you too. That's like the worst song you've ever heard in your entire life. Oh my God, please. song is painful. It's actually awful. It just is so It just doesn't even, it's not even close to the vibe of the show. I love it. Camille, before you say anything about your opinion on the show, this is what I need to know from you as a new watcher. Yes. What are your thoughts on the interior design of Sir? Every okay, <laughs> no, you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> Sir feels like if they forgot to pay the electric bill at the rainforest cafe, like it's very you know what? That's it's confusing. Really I'm deeply confused. That's a by really the layout. good way to describe it. I'm That's deeply really confused. <laughs> it's very dark in there. That's the tables seem low. They are. Like low. I feel like, like I'm sure the girlies are tall, but I feel like they're always like. No, the tables are low. 
No, the tables like, are near Mariah have been there. The tables the are yes. Like, yeah, please tell me. Like it feels, I, it, it's very dark in there. It's and it feels dark. like the bar is like really close to like the door to the back. It is. It's just weird. It's so strange. It's a very weird setup. It's a very weird setup. You know what it reminds me of? Remember that ugly ass handbag that Carrie gave to Jennifer Hudson oh my God. in the movie? Yeah. That is it's what giving sir, sir. That's what sir is decorated. The aesthetic. The like. aesthetic, that is, the aesthetic is very of sir. A Louis Vuitton. That's what it's giving. Oh my okay? god! Okay, no. my very own Louis Vuitton. That's what it's giving. Please <laughs> tell us about where you are in Vanderpump Rules right now. So I am currently in the middle of the first episode of season three. Of oh, you fast. I when 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 I when ooh. When I tell you that I was floored, Kristen and Jax. Yeah. What do you think? Every time. I I, 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 like, I am blown away by these people's dedication to just lying, lying, lying. Like they will dedicate oh themselves to a lie. Just to, they just to at the end of it, lying. just to always just go, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And you all just, what the fuck? They it's amazing. Not, they would not stop lying they the would never whole stop lying. season. Sassy Schroeder is the, whole the only smart person. I Sheena and, her, Sheena and her man. Oh, oh my she, God. Sheena and Shay. What a t- Sheena, Sheena and, Shay. and Shay. Yeah, I'm happy she's remarried. It seems to someone few. Yeah, because so. that man not, is a mess. I, yeah. yeah. That I man little, is a mess. My little Wikipedia's. I'm. I saw. He's. He's. He was a bit of a mess, but that is crazy. I just. And when I just Sandoval just like attacks him, and he's just like beating the shit out of him. With his little wine. Fuck. He said she didn't. Said she didn't feel anything. Or can you feel this? And like, I can't. With him. I can't with Tom Sandoval. Like, he tries to be like so, like, yeah, I'm that guy, and it's like Sandoval, put your shirt. Yeah, back. you're just really like not. all that. You're, you're just a all guy. that with you're Botox. With a lot of Botox. We've all seen the mid season, the mid season trailer. Of course, of course, we've all seen the mid season. I'm not trailer. watching what? it this season. Well, neither no, am I. But, but oh. I saw this trailer because no, they, you, you know, once it. they stopped filming and then this news broke, they started filming again. Oh, yeah. I thought so. They Ariana, they've got Ariana. They've got Ariana screaming at Tom. Mm-hmm. He's about to. He's like, uh, "What do you want from me? Like, what do you need from me?" She's, I want you to die. Yeah, literally, she says, "I yeah. want you to die." Yeah, yeah, that's kind of her. It, yeah, that's very much what he's she's on, giving. He's on screen kissing, rock, kissing oh, Oh, please stop lying. And then he yelled at the producers because he wanted them to refilm it because he thought that that would like paint him in a bad light or something. And they were like, no, we're not going to refilm it. You kissed her on screen. We're going to keep the footage. Raquel. I still can't believe that um, Schwartz and Katie are divorced and like seeing other people. That it to me is like probably the craziest thing because those people, no matter how much he fucked up. Yeah. Just like it. She would always forgive him. See, I cannot wait to see that. I because I don't like Schwartz. No, he's quite. He's quite a loser. No, it's just crazy. Like, yeah, like I'll. It's it's like I'll. I'll be like, okay, I don't like this person, and then they somehow are doing. Like, Kristen is unwell. No, Mm -hmm. deeply, deeply. Deeply. It's like hard to watch. She's like insane. Yeah, she is. Especially when Ariana first gets into. 
No, I'm not there yet. I'm actually the episode I'm at, I am at is when we first introduce Miami Girl. Um, <laughs> Wait, so that's my, remind me about Miami Girl. Kristen claims that this girl from like says that she slept with Tom, like Tom and Ariana. And this is after out. Kristen and Tom are like already broken up, and he's like, yeah, they're broken up. With she's Ariana. with James. But oh, she's dating James. Who is going insufferable on already. Night. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's calling himself the white Kanye West. Um, did he say that yet? No. Okay, that's coming. That's- <laughs> <laughs> no, so James sorry. is I don't kid. mean to ruin Honestly, it for you. <laughs> in terms of, like, new cast members, like, James kind of did the damn thing when he, he came really onto the did. Like, he came really did. Like, he came in swinging with drama. Swinging. Like, I mean, because he was... came in as the boyfriend to Kristen. Yeah, and if you are crazy enough to date Kristen, and yeah. that is a psycho bitch, she's going to get fired from, this is not a spoiler, it's just something that happens. Yeah. The episode is so fucking funny because it's when so the kitchen... Funny. When the kitchen staff finds out that she gets fired, they don't speak They're like English. They're jumping for joy. They're jumping for joy on screen no. that she has been fired, and they catch it on camera. And yeah, they're like speaking to each other in Spanish and going like, "They fired her! They fired Kristen! They fired Kristen! Can you imagine?" Oh, she was in there. I the love when they bring cool. the kitchen staff in to like yes. do their own little thing or like add them into the clips because I'm like I want to know what they think oh, about everything because they have about. the real like, tea. Oh, I'm 100%. sure they have the real tea. Oh my and god! It's when, like, crazy because when the show took off, these people would only be working like one shift a month at yeah. the at the place. Like, has Lala come in yet? No, no, Lala hasn't come in until like what season four with Brittany. Yeah, Lala comes okay. in at the same time with Britney. Because Jack starts dating Britney, and then, and then like, while Jax is living with Britney, he starts flirting with Lala. Lala, yep, I remember yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And Lala yes. is a whole separate thing. Can't wait. Obviously, oh again, she did what she needed to do. Like, she this gave the people what they wanted. Drama. This is true. At the time, it's what we needed. <laughs> and then Lisa comes in every, every couple episodes with her dog. Love it. And Ken, and it's just like, Oh, these crazy kids! What am I gonna do? And, her, and then she leaves. Like literally fire them. That's exactly what you should yeah. do. They got into a people. fight in your restaurant. Like, yeah, I don't, she's like, you know, Andy, I feel like a mother to them. I, I'm like, what are you talking about? Not. You have these like, are your employees. Doesn't she have like three kids? Like real yeah. kids? Like she fully has her own family. That's her the own thing that children. Is like I'm also rewatching Vanderpump Rules. Obviously, a lot slower because I can like skip through because I've already seen everything. Right. But in season one, when they say "ghetto bitch," I was like, "Oof." Mm. Like I'm not a ghetto bitch. You literally punched Kristen in the face, <laughs> like, <on> the <laughs> and not even like, not even give it. She just kind of like socked her from like snuck sn- sucker punched her. Yeah. Like she wasn't even expecting that shit. But also, like, my bitch. favorite part are like the black employees that just mind their fucking business. Mind like, their they are, like, fuck out of their business. Yeah, that lady who check. did that show with Sheena. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. love her. She's and fully there Peter, for a check. too. Peter is like, he's like, I'm here sometimes, but honestly, I really am just the manager here. Okay. Um, so I hear that he is still the manager there. He is. Or he is still the manager there. Would you fuck him? Yes or no? And then in the recent episode that I saw in like season two, he says that he's been working there since 2006. I literally cannot imagine doing that. Why are you working Mm -hmm. at a restaurant for almost 20 years? 
That's I mean, if it's good oh. money. I mean, is I'm it, sure. it must and be he's good money. His, must be getting his little It, it must CPR. be good money. I mean, it has to be good money because it's just so popular and everything is so, like, I mean, so overpriced. Like, we were so underwhelmed when we went there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, the drinks weren't good. I didn't get any food. I didn't get any food. But it was just like, this is not, this is like, just the hype is like why everybody's here, why everybody's paying. So I was like, this is like not worth it at all to me. It, it, like, it really was. Not. It was just. It was just not worth it at all to me. But you know, that's that's one person's opinion, um, or two people's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, say, I like, can't. I can't. Can't really force people to not go to, um, sir, and to pump and to Tom Tom, which uh-huh. I've been to all three in one night. So we literally went together up. in one night. He's talking about six people. So were uh, so were any of them good? Uh, I like Tom. Tom was okay. Tom it was, Tom was okay. Like it was so small. Tight. Yeah, so small. It's a very like, it very was tight space. Packed in there. We also went and Toka Madeira is something that's going to come up later when <laughs> Sheena's dating Rob. When Sheena I is dating we Rob, went we went to Toka Madeira too, and I've been to Toka Madeira a couple times. Toka Madeira is a really big thing in the show because that's where they saw Rob kissing that girl, and oh Sheena God. is so obsessed with Rob in this one season. I mean, like it's every other sentence, rob this, rob, 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 love Sheena, rob, 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 rob. Honestly, Sheena is a delusional girl like me, so I have to rock with her. I still have to rock with her. She's quite delusional. See her whole music career. Honestly, though, she was very honest about it. She said, "I'm not a singer." She said, "I'm a pop star. I entertain people." And I was like, "You know what, girl." know your strengths bitch i love that because you know how many girls have been caught up on tv saying they can sing yeah just to get some clown music in the back making you look silly i like that she was like she's like girl i can't sing um but ask me the main but i'm still doing that shit (laughs) her rehearsing kills me every time she's so funny but wait till you see lala's music career anyway yeah that was it that was our vp that was our vpr segment that was our this is Vin Vanderpump Rules by the ladies of Does It Hold Up. Um, <laughs> um, so should we just get into our film? I'm really excited to talk about this today. So today, everybody, we are talking about the queens of comedy. Um, now, tell me what's your experience with this film, as we do. You know how we do this. Let's talk to me about it. Because, Camille, this was your suggestion that we actually watch The Queens of Comedy, so I would love to hear from you. Are you being Sorry, robbed? Something fell okay. immediately when you said that. Um, but I'm great. I was not robbed. Um, so I definitely have seen some of this. Like, even just now when we watched, I watched it for this, I was like, okay, this is like, jogging like i'm having very deep memories yeah okay like my like my aunt would always come over and like do her hair she would like braid all of her hair in a day and her and my mom would just like watch stuff all the time yeah right 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 and i remember things like i know my mom like would always she would she like would always like skip the some more parts (laughs) thought they were a little she she said that's even too much i remember her like being that's even too much for me that's too much crazy crazy i'm like oh my god that's really a lot um but yeah i definitely have seen it before but never i don't think like 
intentionally like sitting there watching it like straight through. I definitely feel like I've seen more. Of- I definitely think like the Kings of Comedy is obviously much more like famous. So there's like yeah. that really, really like, I mean, like, like famous line, like fuck them kids. That's where that came from. You know, yeah. that's from Bernie Mac's like set. Um, so I totally get, but I've definitely, I agree. I've seen this, uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I don't think I've right. ever like full out watched the whole thing. And it's only because it was on because the adults were watching it. That was the only yeah. time that I've like ever really seen the Queens or the Kings of comedy, honestly, until I was like an adult and I got to like sit down and watch that shit for myself. That yeah. was really the only time I saw it. But so this was like the first time I watched the Queens of comedy in totality like you. So I'm excited to talk about it. Lyndon, talk to us. What was your experience with this film? Uh, so I've never had prior experience with this film. I realized while watching it that there were like sound bites that I knew of prior right. to watching this film. Yeah. Um, and then again, similarly, like watching it with my roommate was really insightful to get it from like a comedian's perspective because he is a white man, but he's from like arkansas and like in that region there are a lot of towns that have like really big like black comedy scenes yeah um and like the fact that especially this in the south and like yeah especially in the south so like it was just really interesting to watch it and like also get his perspective on it as well and like also talk about how like because this is from 2001 a lot of the stuff that like yeah that was made today <laughs> yeah I and also exactly just, like, what you're talking about and even some more, just, like, the cultural significance of, like, you know, certain words, certain yeah. slurs that, like, people just threw around back then. Yeah. And, like, when was that cut off of, like, this is perfectly okay to, like, no, it is not anymore. And, like, my theory right. is really the Obama administration. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not saying that you obviously so? it's a bad thing. Like, I think That's like, a real once, thing. But, like, once 2008 hit, the closed captioning of the n-word went from a hard er to an a that's, no, that's, that's not, like, real it was jarring because i always thing. have closed captioning on stuff so like seeing it with like the er i was like mm. oh i'm not used to seeing this actually and i'm just now realizing it because of how often i have to see it in the closed captioning of this that's so interesting production. i never noticed that i did not know that yeah that's like i'm like now i'm hearing that for the first time um so yeah let's talk about it i'm gonna get into my little spiel spiel um because but i have to be honest i had to do a little bit of digging guys um because there's it's not and i think this is a disservice to them and an injustice if you will um their wikipedia page it's just not for the queens of comedy it's just not as long or as good as it should be so i'm gonna read what's on the wikipedia page so the Queens of Comedy is a 2000 American, so it was actually the year 2000. It, re- it was released in 2001, but it was filmed in the year 2000. American stand-up comedy film directed by Steve Purcell that's a spinoff of the original Kings of Comedy, which was uh, produced uh, by Walter Latham. Um, and the film follows the performances and behind-the-scenes conversations of four black female stand-up comedians at memphis T- tennessee's orpheum theater and the orpheum theater is like one of those like really famous theaters that used to be like a vaudeville theater like back in the um the 20s and 30s and had like a ton of like um you know like really famous like vaudevillian people performing at it and then it kind of became like 
a part of the Chitlin circuit where all these black people would go and perform at this theater. So it's kind of it was kind of a really big deal that they were performing there and they kept saying, um, you know, on the show, this is actually quite historic. This is the first time that four black women have ever shared the stage, you know, in a performance like this here at the Orpheum Theater. And so that was like something I did not know. Um, but it, it's kind of cool to like see that. So um, like I was saying, um, the film follows the performances uh, and, the, and the behind the scenes conversations of the comedians. The comedians are Laura Hayes, who goes by like Miss Laura, Miss Laura Hayes. So she opens the show, but she also serves as the MC throughout the show. And it says she tells family stories about her grandchildren, her mother and her sisters. Then there's Adele Givens, Chicago queen. Um, and it says she urges her audiences to celebrate their flaws. She comments on this crazy world, her 92 year old grandmother and the need to take care of, <laughs> to take care when naming a baby. Then there's some more um, recently released from jail talks about children, men, <laughs> marriage, and why mothers give their eight year old daughters a hula hoop. Lastly, Monique celebrates big women and contrasts blacks and whites. She tries to give big women hope that it's okay to be a big woman and it is okay to dislike skinny women. The film also cuts to footage of the queens on the town having fun. For one night only, eight years later, the ladies returned for a comeback on The Monique Show, which aired on October 29th, 2009. Um, So I just want to tell you a little bit about the comedians. Um, so Adele Givens, um, is, like I said, she's from Chicago. She, um, uh, was given the 1989 grand prize winner of the Royal, uh, the Crown Royal. Of course it was Crown Royal who sponsored it. Comedy contest at the Regal Theater in Chicago. Then she premiered in a Miller Lite comedy search, um, which actually she, she was a finalist, but Bernie Mac was actually the winner that year. Um, and then she's appeared in the Players Club and Beauty Shop, and um, obviously this. And then she, um, uh, um, in 2001, she hosted the Source Awards on UPN. Remember that? Um, and then in 2018, she was uh, featured on Kanye West's single "I Love It." Um, and then they performed on Saturday Night Live, but she was featured on the screen. Um, um, Adele Givens, yeah. So she's been in like the Hughleys, Moesha, the Parkers um Def Jam Comedy Hour um uh and then Def Poetry Martin and the Steve Harvey show and then there's some more who they I, this was the only fun fact that there was on the the like the trivia piece of trivia is that some more is actually um Nia Long's sister um so I was, didn't see that I was like I had no idea yes they're like half sisters um so some more um is uh known as the diva of contemporary comedy her comedic style features biting sarcasm and frank discussions about money sex and equality between the sexes she was the first female host of BET of their show comic view which um was a show that aired on BET from 1992 to 2008. Um, and a lot of comedians were on that. Uh, she was in the film Friday After Next, Soul Plane, and Dirty Comedy. Um, and then there is Monique. And I mean, like, we don't have enough time to talk about Monique's career. Um, like, is like, uh, like, what do we, what do you say? What do you say? 
like that has not been said about Monique, like Academy Award winner for Best Supporting Actress. Um, she's only the fourth um, cat. Uh, she was at the time only the fourth woman to win that award. She earned a primetime Emmy nomination for being in Bessie. She hosted the oh. Monique show. She was on the Parker. She's been in Fat Girls. Welcome home to Roscoe Jenkins. She's received a Grammy nomination for um, Best Comedy Album. Um, she, I mean, like the the re- like the work speaks for itself when it comes to Monique. Like, um, and Miss Laura is is one who like doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Like, I had to go searching for Miss Laura to get some information on like the work she's done. But if you ever watch the show Martin, Miss Laura is plays Cole's mother on Martin. Um, so she's famous for that, for playing Cole Brown's mother. She was also in beauty shop. She's been in, um, I got the hookup. She was, um, on, she's started on the Parkers on Malcolm and Eddie. Do you remember Malcolm and Eddie? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's some like, (laughs) yeah, that's some, that's some real deep. She's been in like so (laughs) many shows. Like, I mean, pretty much all the shows that all the black people were making the rounds on like the Hughley yeah. she's been on like all of us like you know like Martin and all those shows so these women have had like illustrious careers and so they came together to do this comedy special kind of at the height of all of their careers um and I just want to know like let's just jump in we don't even have to go let's talk about Miss Laura's set um Tell me what thoughts do you have about Miss Laura's set or any notes that you made about Miss Laura's set? I just like her. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just like listening to her. Yeah. Um, it makes perfect sense. Like, I think why she's the MC. Yeah. Um, was very, like, and this could be, like, taken the wrong way, but I don't mean it that way. It's, like, very accessible. I think so, too. Relatable. That's relatable. She's for. very relatable. relatable comedy and she just has like a presence she her presence was very like warm like a grandmother you know and she talks about her grandkids in her set so yeah it's not even like we're (laughs) tripping (laughs) i also went on i found her instagram and miss laura (laughs) is smoking weed (gasps) smoking it growing it every picture she yes she's love i said you know what miss laura you are all right with me (laughs) Oh my god! Now Miss yeah. Laura is smoking weed. Yep. Get out. Right? I thought she was fun. I fuck with that. I fuck with yeah. that. What did you Honestly, think, Linda? That was like definitely the most digestible of all of them. Watching mm-hmm. it in the year of our Lord, you know, twenty twenty three, when it came out in literally two thousand and one. Mm. Um. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed her set, and it made sense. Like the more as the show continued, it made more and more sense why she was the MC. Yeah, because at first I was like, "Oh, she's back again." Is she doing right? Like I was confused, right? Because her set was so short. Yeah, exactly. It was very, very short. But I mean, that makes sense if like you're the MC. So I think she was definitely the perfect one of the four of them to be the MC for this type of show. Mm Hmm. I, I I think I, I just love when she like she snatched her wig off and I'm like, you know what? You better, Miss Laura. <laughs> and she was trying to fix it. And she's like, you know what? It's gonna be better when I get backstage. <laughs> I need to look at myself in the mirror it. to do it. And I was just like, you know, my draws might be on backwards, but my wig gonna be on straight. And I said, you know what? That's right. She reminds exactly. me she reminds me of like an aunt I have. 
or like a uh, like a, a like a, gr- a fun grandma, you know, like a great aunt situation. Yeah. Well, watching this, I had the thought of like these women definitely just like shape a generation of like black women and how they talk to each other and how Absolutely. like I was like these sound like this sounds like my mom this sounds like my aunts and I remember them like watching this yeah and the things that they thought were really funny and like yeah I think that they you know there's gonna be women like that now today who like doing mm. the same thing for us I guess so I don't know, I it was very that. interesting I love but, that um, let's talk about Adele Gibbons uh, Adele yeah. Gibbons what like oh, let's let's talk about it First of all, this bitch is just as Chicago as it gets. And I really don't know how to say that if you don't get like if you don't know people from Chicago or you're not from Chicago. But she looks like she looks and sounds like somebody that I know. Like I look at her. I look at the braids that she had in her hair at the time. Like those fucking micro braids. My mama used to get the same fucking braids, the exact same color, too. Like. I just love her, everything about her, even like the body positivity. She's like, you know what? If you got a big belly, rub that motherfucker. Like I, she just commanded this fucking room, like transitioning between jokes. So I just think people from Chicago are so natural at being storytellers. This woman's just like a hit. Everything's, everything about it is a hit. Yeah. Like again, her set, I really didn't have anything to say. Like, I think the ones that stuck with me most were the ones that I was like, whoa. But like her set, like I genuinely was enjoying it. The body positivity, I was snapping. I was having a blast. Like, again, she like similarly, obviously it wasn't as soft as like the first act, but she definitely like had a stage presence. The one thing I definitely noticed between the two was the difference in terms of energy actually on the stage. Yeah, I find very interesting in comedy because like you Definitely. can use that energy as almost a tool for like the comedy that you're doing. Where like some people, their whole set is like how low energy they are. Yeah, and like the dry humor. Whereas like you, like you felt that difference immediately when she came. Immediately, out like she commanded. Even when somebody like interrupted her in one of her jokes, she was like, "We're not gonna tell that joke tonight." And she just told the <laughs> joke and then got right back to the set. Got right back to the set. Yeah. Yeah, she was just fucking good. Like, just tight. That's what it was. It just felt really, really tight. Tight as hell. And really funny, like, still, like, not to get into whether things are holding up or not, like, just yet, but I was like, this is great. Like, I would be so happy to see this today. I would be. Like, I don't give this a fucking treasure. Yeah, no, I, I just think she's, like, so talented. I think that voice is so unique. I love the joke that she made about TLC, like stealing her a joke that she had made years ago and turned it into a song yeah. talking about how she was going to sue their asses, and, but then it was already broke. And this was, and that's the thing about this being released in 2001. Like that's what was going on in 2001. She's like, why would I go to a bitch named Left Eye about relationship <laughs> advice? Didn't you just burn down your nigga house? That had just happened. That's this was fresh in everybody's mind. So it makes sense. Um, but yeah, they, uh, my favorite joke of hers, though, was the the joke she made about um, people's naming their babies. She got She's like, I got a friend named Alexis that looked like a Buick. <laughs> Buick. I got a friend named Champagne that looked like a 40. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how do you, you can, you can, you just like, who thinks of shit like that? You know what yeah. I mean? You know, 
I really loved her. I really loved her set. Um, okay. Before we talk about some more set, let's talk about like the little like interim like filler content they had, like filler parts of the film where they were like going through Memphis and like meeting the people and shit like that and just like being friends, you know? I really loved watching that part. What did you guys think of that? I mean, just black women being black women and just like having a great time. Like you yeah. could tell that they genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, granted, it was still recorded. So like, who knows what would have been happening behind the scenes. But like, at least from what we saw, it seemed like they were genuinely having a good time. And I also loved how much they interacted with the community as well. Yes. Because I feel like a lot of people just show up to places and they're like, oh, okay, like we're here in this place where they don't actually like go outside, go to the restaurants, talk with the people and stuff like that. So I liked how personable it seemed. You know what really stuck out to me? When Miss Laura was like, <laughs> you know how, like, you know Memphis is black as hell because I went into one of the, <laughs> one of the salons <laughs> and asked, one of the nail salons, I asked the girl if she could stick a fake toe, a fake fingernail on my <laughs> big toe because her toes look so bad. <laughs> you know that's fucking real because they make press-ons for toes now. It's they do. Now. They make press-ons for toes. I didn't know they did that. They do. Too. You can buy them at Target. Well, <laughs> good to know. Get you some toe press ons if you need them. <laughs> I don't know if it's that serious. Is it that serious for you? But <laughs> it, it, it was for Miss Laura. <laughs> you know what? I just think it's so funny. Like, imagine you're at a restaurant, you know, or you're calling into work late, and then Monique answers the phone. It's like, if you don't show up, bitch, you fired. <laughs> Excuse that was me? the best. Like, that was the best part is just like watching them command spaces like like i just loved watching them just like be fun and funny and like kind of going and take over these spaces i feel like you're just you don't get a lot of that kind of representation i feel like with black women like i just it was just so so fun to watch i'm so glad it was like yeah a part of it i'm so glad that was like tied into the whole thing now let's talk about some more now i think this entrance is probably my favorite entrance that I have ever, like, I see. <laughs> like, she walks into Trina, some fucking Trina song playing. This fucking, like, latex, skin-tight, two-piece, back out. And she's like, y'all better clap for a bitch. I just got out of jail. <laughs> I said, no, bitch, why were you in jail? Yeah. And I laughed. I had to look it up. Y'all want to know why she was in jail? Why was she in jail? I had to look it up. Okay. Let me tell you. It says, February 3rd, 2001. Queen of comedy, Samora, cleared of drug conspiracy charges. Female, com- <laughs> Female comedian Samora was found not guilty on all seven counts of drug conspiracy charges by a federal court judge. Samora, whose real name is Lori Ann Rambo, was <laughs> indicted February 2000 and shortly thereafter began a year-long trial in Washington, D.C. The Washington Post reported that she was accused of mailing packages of cocaine from Los Angeles to Washington (laughs) as a part of a drug ring back in 1988 in which she pled Uh. innocent. While leaving court yesterday, the comedian stated, I am blessed and happy to have been found innocent of all the charges brought against me. I kept my face and didn't falter. I am so grateful for the support of my friends and my fans because they never gave up on me. So... 
she was a part of a drug ring, allegedly. Well, maybe she wasn't because she got clear. Maybe she wasn't. Because she she got clear. And she she said she only spent five days in jail. She sure did. This motherfucker, this bitch, like, this... They, if T Grizzly had came out with First Day Out back in 2001, <laughs> that's exactly what they would have played up on her fucking interest. She said, first they started locking up football players, then they started locking up rappers, now they locking up dying. bitches with good pussy. <laughs> I said, yeah, wow, a star, <laughs> wow. My my mind. My mom was right to keep her from me. My mom was right to keep her from me. Because I would have really that would have been life changing. My question yeah. for you, Camille. Do you remember her being this fine? Like when you were a kid? Um, no, definitely not. And I believe that, you know, again, it was like, we're going to fast forward this. <laughs> and that really took a lot. Like I was seeing a lot of, like watching a lot of stuff I was supposed to. Yeah. But my mom was, I think she was uncomfortable. She was like, I can't. It's too much. She's for like, me. it's too much for even me. It's too much for even her. Um, stunningly gorgeous. Like I literally would, was watching this and I could not believe I was like this is the woman of my dreams like, like I really... she's just perfect and she still looks like that in case anyone's wondering she still looks just fucking like that and that's crazy gorgeous that she was doing and saying all of this in 2000 in the year 2000 she's like I wish men came with side effects on them like this nigga is definitely gonna waste your fucking time so this nigga funny. might hit you a little bit like yeah. she yeah. was like I mean, came out the gate swinging with this one. The girlies were getting hit in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, in two thousand, yeah, they talked about it a That's, lot. Mm-hmm. In this. I said, "Oh shit!" I think the each of them talked about being hit. Yep, by a man. No, every single one of them talked about being yeah. hit. Yeah, and when I say the nineties and two thousands, I do mean in all the other decades before that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And they well, were we like, laughing okay. through, laughing through it. I guess. Well, what were your thoughts on the set? Lyndon, I, I, I was just like, oh wow! I, I, again, absolutely hilarious. Loved most of the seconds of it. It was just when she started talking about being in jail and potentially being R-worded. I was like, mm, we're entering yeah. a homophobic era of the early two thousands, late nineties. I see, mm-hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Which I'm not knocking about. what her experience was, but again, like the words used right throughout the show, I was like that. This is when I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. this is when we're getting more risque with the comedy as you know the acts go on. Yeah, it went from very digestible to now it's like okay, yeah, let's strap like, in and look up when this was created. <laughs> right, exactly. <that. laughs> I, I was like. Everything else was hilarious. But yeah, the I, girlies, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the Stevie Wonder joke. <laughs> no, because I remember somebody saying that joke when I was a kid. I think it was the funniest thing ever. And then watching this and being like, they literally stole this they from stole it from Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> and you know and what? I need to text them the right hula hula now. Hoop? The joke about the hula hoop. Now that one took me out because I'm a person who never knew how to hula hoop as a kid. Like, See, I'm a person that I was a bitch that loved to hula hoop. So mm. I will actually go on the stand and say that she was lying. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> she was lying. She was it's lying. not about the hips. It's about the knees. The I don't knees. have the knees. <laughs> the knees. <laughs> and I should be locking up. <laughs> oh, so you got to do some stretches. 
Do some stretches. Get your sciatic nerve, you know, stretch. Not the sciatic nerve. In the Leave back. Leave me my sciatic nerve alone. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Before I'm we talk the about mm-hmm. the next set, can we please just talk about, like, the set? Like, yeah. Yes. This was wild. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm what, not mad about what it. What were your thoughts about it? Tell us. These, like, turntable pyramids. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that's very random that they chose a pyramid in a turntable. Right. Like, I was like, are we queens? I'm like a hotepi. Oh, like, I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. I was just like, well, you know, they have a turntable on the fucking stage. Loved it. But the turntable was kind of, it was kind of a hit. Like, I love the reveal. Yeah. I love the yeah. reveal. I don't, I think, was Miss Laura the only one who did not come out on the turntable? Or did she come out on the on the turntable. I don't remember. I don't know if she did. I don't think she I did. I don't remember her coming out on the turntable. Because I remember reacting the first time I saw it. Right. Like, <laughs> so so maybe it wasn't her. Um, okay, but now let's get into the, the grand fucking finale. Miss Monique, honey. Um, <laughs> so first of all, we talked about this at the beginning. Because the quote that I gave was from her set. Like, she yes. comes out the gate and it's like, fuck you skinny bitches. Fuck you skinny bitches. All you fat bitches, stand the fuck up. Stand up. And <laughs> if you guys could see the faces we're making about Monique's set, Lyndon, I want to hear what you had to, what you had to say about this. Because there was some words she said in there. I just like, she said the F word and I was like, oh! <laughs> she said the F word Several times. Multiple times. Several times. Multiple, Multiple times. times. Multiple and times. Like, for a little bit, I was like, mm, I obviously understand standing up for, you know, Black women of all shapes and sizes. For a little bit, I was like, this could teeter on potentially problematic with the jokes on the eating disorders. But I also understand that this was the, like, OG era of heroin chic in magazines yeah. so like the girlies were fighting for their fucking lives out here yeah. and we didn't know that much about you know like eating disorders and like actually the psychological aspects of them and how detrimental they are like really as a society yet mm-hmm. honestly her set was like by far the most controversial I think now. it was easily, easily the most controversial easily the easily. most controversial but it's like, I understand as to why, but also, like, Monique doesn't seem like the type of person that if she were to do another set today, that it would be the same exact types of jokes. Well, she has a special coming out <sighs> next month, yeah. right? I'm curious about it, but, Lyndon, I would argue with you there. Like, honestly, yeah. Monique has had some takes. Monique has had some takes. Yeah. Okay. And it was like that. It was like, because I feel like with the with the more interesting takes, it's like, Oh man, like it's so crazy that money started talking like that. And it's like, no, I guess it's always it's mm. always been there. It's yeah, always been, it kind of it's always has. been that. I mean, let's not take anything from her. Like, legend, hilarious, I'll be, I'll so be, yes. funny. Like, no, truly a reason 100%. why we saved her for the last, like, a queen of comedy and so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, our our aunt Monique is Mm. is troubled it is is. like the not not only the jokes about not only she's like i don't fuck fat men right right right. (laughs) 
I forgot she's about like, that. She's you gotta like, listen to your like, man, all that stuff. Listen, just... my man is a king at home. He don't work. He can't read. Okay, but I think he should talk about that. Why well, that's and she's still talking. That? That's the same man that she's with today, man. Really? Yeah, but it says it's yeah. a different man. Because that's that man that should be with that should be calling daddy, right? Oh, she calling daddy? Y'all don't know about Sid? No. Yes. No. Yes. So that's the thing. That's what, okay. Now I get the background. So then maybe you don't understand more what I'm talking about. Okay. Because like Monique is with this man. <laughs> Sid, he's like, you know, it's classic. He handles the business. Mm. Even though he's not the Monique. He's just a guy. Mm. She calls this man daddy. Oh, like, I don't like that. Like 25, like 8. That. Like all the time. Like not just... Not even you know, as a sexually, joke. Like, it's giving no, that's heavenly. She's one of these, like, she's like, this man raised me. I remember her saying this in a, in a like, in oh interviews and stuff. God, and then you remember right? the respectability politics about the bonnets. Yes. She, then said, was, she just sometimes yes, she being on that, you know, yes. chirp, chirp, tweet, tweet, birdie bird. Like. The jokes about <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt about cutting off her husband's dick, you right. know, and she's like, I, know. I wouldn't I have been able like, to cut off my man's dick. Yeah. He was beating the shit out of her. You should have killed her. Yeah. I probably would have cut off his dick too. Of all the domestic yeah. violence jokes, Monique certainly had the more, <laughs> most problematic one. Yeah. yeah. Of all the domestic violence jokes. And there, there were so several. There were several. There were a lot of domestic violence jokes. Can we is she the first person to make a joke about eating a man's ass? We should do some research. We should really find out if she's the first person to make a joke. But the the worst part about her joke about eating a man's ass. Well, she was like, you got to wash him because you might you might get a surprise if he's not cleaned out. I said, you have to bathe him, too? You are a queen of comedy. You got to bathe Stand him, up. too? Your nigga can't read, and you say he's the king in your house? That's She's what like, got me. It was like, you, he can't. You're making all saying, the money. Not only are you making all the money, you're hiring the housekeeper that you're like, oh, I don't want her to tempt my man. Yeah. That nigga don't do shit. What the fuck you yeah. mean? Tempt him to do what? Pick up a book? Maybe. Maybe. And then the jokes about anal sex. <laughs> she don't do anal sex. And that's when she started talking about if there are any F words in Tennessee, y'all some nasty Ooh. motherfuckers. Like, oh my God. Wow. Truly. It was wow. crazy. Also, how you how you the freakiest freak in all the in all the land of the freak? And you don't do and then anal the butt, sex. And then the butt stuff's got you all in a the butt stuff. She said, that's, she she said that's disgusting. She said that is where <laughs> I draw the line. But she talked about it with such detail that she's definitely done it more than once. Like she, she said, she like remember the punchline was like now I love and it. I like it which now was I so like funny. Like it's just like the whole time I'm like oh my god, my what what what? And then it's just it always. It lands. She it, is it a talent. Land. She's she very is a talent. talented. You cannot deny it. You yeah. cannot deny it. But I think, um, okay, I would. I want. I want to hear. Let's rank the sets. Okay. Rank the sets from your favorite to your mm. least favorite, and we can include Miss Laura's set if you want. Damn, you already got rid of it. I was. <laughs> I was <laughs> like she wasn't really. <laughs> He said you could count her if you're feeling so compelled. <laughs> if you want, if you think I it's necessary. I loved her set. I loved her set. Um, okay. So she's gonna be your number one. I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first, because I already have mine. So mine is gonna go some more is my favorite. 
then Adele Givens, then Monique, and then Miss Laura. And that's my ranking of the set. Who wants to go next? I am going to go next because I'm going to challenge you wholeheartedly. Oh! I'm going with Adele number one. Okay. Miss Laura number two. Oh! Then some more and then Monique at the end. I knew you were going to rank Monique last. I knew when I was watching this, I was like, Lyndon is going to have so many thoughts with her social justice warrior ass. She is not going to be feeling Yeah. Good. So woke. So woke of you. Like, I also just, <laughs> no, but hear me out. Please hear me out. Like, I do love and enjoy comedy. And I just, I find it really fascinating when people can make jokes that like truly are not offensive in any way, shape, or form. Like I honest almost like admire it because there's some dumb ass shit that I've seen that I'm like, literally nobody would be offended by this. So even being able to like make jokes like that, which I feel like Miss Laura did, that I was like, that's I mean, that's a classic right there. Like that's yeah, <laughs> you got me there. She sure. did. She, she did, did sure. She did, and even Adele. I was like, <laughs> like I was cackling during her. Right, it that. was funny. It was funny as fuck. It was so funny. It yeah. was funny yeah. as fuck. Like she had me actually cackling. Um, I think the one that had my mouth just like wide open, gasping, was Monique set. I was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what are you saying? I will. I pulled out my some more set. Had a little me, game. Like mm-hmm. oh. Oh wow! Like shooketh and like with laughter. Yeah. In comparison with Monique, Monique, I was just like, "Ooh, okay." Mm, right. You were like, "Ooh, <laughs> side eye, bombastic uh. side eye, criminal <laughs> offensive side eye." Yeah. Okay, Camille, your ranking. Uh, okay, your so ranking? I am a, I'm a little torn because I really can't tell. I know. I guess this is what it means. I think Adele Givens is my favorite one. Like really? it was because and it's very very close because like I want to say some more like I don't know why I'm fighting the yeah but I feel given. you but it was just so snappy and tight you're and right just, like I was like yeah you're you do this like you were born to be doing this I think um, what you're attracted to about her set I think is that it's just the technical skill of it all you know like yeah. this is a skilled comedian it's like these great setups and punch yeah it's like. You are someone who is really like, and they all are, but yeah. I'm like, oh, you, I don't know. I could just, I was just like really just drawn to it. And it just yeah. liked how, and I liked her energy on stage and just was genuine. Like I was like, this is such positive. Message. No, it was. I think her While also most... still being really fucking funny. Yeah. Like I'm it's not like safe, but right. it's positive. It's, yeah. I really enjoyed that. It just felt very like put together. I love um, that. And then some more. It's like, yes. it's literally like this and this. It's like yeah, so it's like super close. So close. I just, I mean, everything about, I was like, wow. I, no, I literally am so glad I, I, I couldn't have handled her. Yeah. At you, that point in my life. I, I would have been, been, oh my God. I would have been. confused like a lot of the values that I had <laughs> I back then. Been, and I was already like, the values were barely, I was, and so that would have just been so. The values were hanging so, on my thread. By a thread. Oh, yeah. You would have been sent over the edge. I would have really, they would have had to send me away. Oh, um, yeah. And then Monique and then Miss Laura. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we had yeah. sort of similar ones, yeah. everybody. It's so funny because going into this, I was like, 
Monique is definitely gonna be my favorite. Oh my god, of like, course. I, I said, of course knew. they're saving her for last. I was like, I knew she was gonna be last. Like, I was like, I know she's gonna be my favorite of the sets, but I ended up being the most disappointed by her set. Um, just, I don't know. I think she's funnier than what she gave. You know, like yeah. I've seen her be funnier. You know, she's had better jokes. So I'm kind of interested to see what this new Netflix special is going to give. Yeah. Are we giving Dave Chappelle or Oof. are we going to give like Marlon Wayans like right. a new like for a new generation? Are we going to give like grown up? Right. She's about to be in a show too, right? She's in a show? I didn't know. That. I don't know. I got I, I saw know. some uh, I got a YouTube ad. She's wearing some questionable wig. Oh, and is I it that BET some... show that everybody's it's... talking about? I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, I, I was giving, it was giving BMF franchise, but I don't think it is that. Maybe. BMF? It's it, uh, Curtis, one of Curtis Jackson's creations. 50 Cent. Yeah, mm. Black Mafia Family. Yeah. I've, I recently learned. Yeah. He's like, um, what do you call it? He's um, the black... Um, Jerry um, What's his name from Glee? <laughs> Ryan um, Murphy. He's the black Ryan Murphy. Very much that. It's giving American Horror Story franchise spinoffs, but instead it's power. Power 2. BMF. Yeah. This and that. Like, he's yeah. just running stars. Like, I, yeah. I feel like they just, he owns it now. Like, there's yeah. probably a whole building there with his name on it. Black Ryan Murphy was a really good, was a really astute observation. He really is, though, the yeah. Black Ryan Murphy. Um, but do we need to do, does it hold up for the Queens of Comedy? Do we want, as a I... whole, as a whole, do we think we need to? Because we talked about each of the sets individually. I mean, but it, it's like kind of okay. 50-50 in terms of like if it holds up. Okay, let's hear. But, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Like, I feel like half of the acts do hold up and then the other half it's like honestly like some more holds up other than what she had to say about lesbian women like that's really like the point of contingency that I had about her like from Mm -hmm. her jail experience but then like Monique I was like "Mm -hmm." I didn't yeah I totally get that for me, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say okay. 50-50. For me, I think I would have to like to say, does it hold up as a whole? I would say yes. Because I think for me, the majority of the sets I did enjoy. The majority of the jokes I did enjoy. There were some things obviously that made me uncomfortable that I was like, mm, this doesn't really hold up in 2023. But I think as a whole, I think it's really like good comedy. It's really good work. Like these women are really working and owning this room and they're funny as fuck. They look amazing. They look like they're having a really good time. And I just, I, I, I really do love that aspect of it. So I think I'm going to say that the Queens of Comedy does hold up. With some notable like <laughs> asterisks to it, you know, like we do not condone homophobia or right. you know domestic abuse or any of that shit here on Does It Hold Up. Definitely. So that definitely are some things that I do not like. Yeah, for sure, because I I do agree with you guys. Like I do, I don't know. You have to watch everything with the context of when it came out, what things were like in 
when you think about the types of conversations that we have now that weren't happening then around or wait, you know what? That's not fair. Like they definitely were happening then, but not on the squad of a scale about like representation and things like that. Like exactly. It is really important that moment of these women like coming together to make this in 2000 is really important. Like, and I think it's yeah. something that it's so important that you can't say, you know, it just, it doesn't hold up. And a majority of it really does. Like, I think a majority of the jokes even are like, I agree. It's a very small portion of this like hour and a half yeah. thing that is like, oh my God, no one should be telling these jokes like ever again. Yeah. I would say for the most part. And then Monique really take us, takes us to the, yeah, just, I think it's, it's not holding up this. That does it. That really does yeah. it. And it's unfortunate because it's not what you're expecting. No. Um, but it definitely is. It's, I think especially if you're a Monique fan, I think it's really interesting and interesting like part of her career to have there with all of the context that we have about her now yeah it's funny that you say that that you say like all this context things that i did not know yeah um, about monique i guess i'm not as tapped in as i thought i was you know um so it's interesting now to hear like the kind of you know politics that she does have it does make a bit more sense everything that she's saying in this um and it does it does kind of like track with everything that was in the media at the time like it was always about like i'm cooking and cleaning for my man i'm a server right. my man my man my man my man uh and and you know this and just like all that stuff so and it was there. like right and you can't imagine even like as confident as she is is like how extra that is being put on her Absolutely. because of beauty standards because of all this stuff and i think that's also part of the beauty of this like it's really great to see all four of these women coming with such different perspectives. Absolutely. And such different ways of going through the world, which I, cause I think sometimes now, like there's a wealth of black women comedians and they yeah. are all different, but there is, I think for a couple of years there, it did feel like they were all a certain type of way. Yeah. If, if that made any sense. Yeah. And it was I cool know to get to see, it was cool to get to see these women just be, so genuinely different from each other. And imagine, and imagine this coming directly on the heels of the kings of comedy mm-hmm. and how, you know, brave it was of them to be able to, like, put this out. Because imagine, like, things that people are already saying about them being women in comedy and how little they are already respected. And then yeah. you're coming behind fucking Bernie Mac, Cedric the en- Entertainer, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey. Like, these are heavy hitters in comedy and direct, it's directed by Spike Lee, and here come these women. So I can't even imagine like how ambitious this was even at the time. You know, yeah. I, um, yeah. I would love to see more of this kind of thing now. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> he said night night. Lennon said I gotta go. Lennon said I've got a meeting. Linda said, guys, I don't, I can't, I can't condone this, this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with it. Um, we will, we will say goodbye then. Um, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure that you watch the Queens of Comedy. If I think you should see it and make your own you know opinions about it and we would love to hear it we would love to talk to you guys and we'll see you guys in our next episode goodbye
Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Does It Hold Up, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you like what you heard, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really does help. You can find us on social media at Textured Air. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E-D. H-E-I-R on all platforms. And make sure you check out our other podcast, Where My Girl's At and The Blacklist and all of the other content we offer on our website, texturedair.com. Until next time.